Hello, and welcome to Talk Social to Me. I am your host, Mackenzie, and today I've got something a little bit different for you. We are starting a new series called Small Business Saturday. Obviously, we all know what Small Business Saturday is, but we want to introduce brands that we love here at Flick, kind of highlight them, interview the owners, and give you an insight into who they are and how they've got their business started. Today, I am talking to Zara from Delicious Body. It is now going to be my new favorite body scrub and body balm. And how they got started is actually an incredible story. And I really, really hope you enjoy this episode. So without further ado, let's get into it. This is Zara from Delicious Body. So for anybody who doesn't really know, what is your business and how did you get started? So Delicious is a all-natural, Indian-inspired skincare and body care brand. We started around, I want to say around four years ago now, and it was a very organic start. We had no intention of actually even starting a beauty brand per se, but it was because I had actually developed a dry skin condition when I was pregnant with my second daughter. And being of a South Asian descent, it, it came very naturally to me to formulate products using natural ingredients because usually what doctors do is they just kind of prescribe steroids for anything, you know, dry skin or eczema related. I didn't want to use that because obviously I was pregnant. So, yeah, and coming from a South Asian background, it's very, very normal and very natural for us to always kind of look to um, remedies and recipes that have been in in the family for generations. That's very common across South Asian culture. So I started formulating with my husband. We came up with a body scrub and we used a very unique ingredient, which wasn't on the market, which was a specific grain of Assam tea. Um, and that was sourced directly from India. So we literally just came up with one product. I started using it and honestly saw a difference within like a couple of days. It was insane. And that's kind of like where we had the idea. We thought, you know what, there's actually gap in the market for something like an Indian beauty brand that's like fun it has personality and yeah we literally just like launched with one product I was like still on maternity leave at the time I was I was teaching I was in a full-time job and yeah it just kind of was very very organic and started with one product and we now have an entire range so we've got moisturizers we've got lip balms we've, we're also now into hair care and we do gifting so yeah it kind of all started with one product which we were just making at home were you kind of like interested in products like this before you got started in this business or was this just purely because you were pregnant you saw that you had some eczema and you were just like I don't want to be using this so I'm going to create my own product yeah, it was exactly that. I didn't really have, um, we didn't have the intention to start a brand per se, but it was when we created the product because of a need that, you know, was present in, in my life and realized how great it was and realized actually there's nothing like this out there. And we thought, you know, this is an opportunity to just kind of see where it goes. There was no like five year plan. There was no like intention to like create loads of different products under, you know, this skincare company it was just kind of like yeah let's just see how it goes like it, it's worked for me so it's obviously gonna maybe help other people too so yeah it just had a really genuine roots but that being said I was very aware of the fact that there wasn't a lot of beauty brands out there that did have that South Asian heritage and did it in a very particular way like it was very old school very traditional in the way that when people think of Ayurveda which is the Indian medicinal system that we use you kind of think of like yoga and you know just like like a very 
all you know traditional thing and that's not what it is at all you know it's it's something that people can relate to it's very easy to integrate into your life and that was what we wanted to create we thought you know what? there's nothing out there that's like fun and like easy to understand so let's kind of make this brand that can like you know demystify like ayurveda per se that's incredible so at the start where did you kind of go when it came to like marketing the product or even selling the product was it something really organic where you were sharing it with friends and then word of mouth came about well, it was kind of like, so we started, we literally like built the website, launched with one product. And of course, you know, had like no sales because nobody knew about us. And I'd obviously, I literally just had a baby, right? So I was like very much like knee deep in like nappies and like no sleep. But Instagram is where we started. So I started, you know, creating like the brand page and just kind of posting there. We, You know, sales kind of started trickling in. But it was more so when we started to get a bit of press. So that was one of my like early objectives. I was like, you know what, we're a brand new business in a market, which is very saturated. What's going to make us stand out is if we get some press. So um, I started kind of hounding a few journalists and just kind of asking them to try a product. It was literally, it really was just kind of me sending DMs to um, journalists and emailing them. And and I had, I think it was a Harper's Bazaar picked up on it and said, yeah, we'll try it. And they really liked it. So we had a beauty editor from Harper's Bazaar say, yeah, like loved it. This is like one of the best body scrubs to try for this summer. And that kind of really helped because other journalists then started to reach out and say, oh, can we also try the product? And then we had the BBC reach out kind of like, yeah, it was just within the first kind of three to six months that that kind of kicked off. And then we were, so we were featured on like BBC Asian Network. We went on and kind of talked about like the brand and about, you know, the story and how important it is to have like natural remedies and Indian natural remedies in the market. And then we were approached by Glossy Box, which is the UK's biggest subscription box. And they were kind of like, yeah, I mean, we love, we have a, we have a delicious themed box, actually. I think it was called Delicious. And they were like, oh, it's pretty perfect. You guys are called Delicious. You know, would you want to supply our beauty box? And it was a huge order of 100,000 units. And bearing in mind, we didn't have a factory. We were still making everything at home. (laughs) So we, we did it. We did it from our house. We literally turned our house into a factory. We had like one room was like a filling room. One room was like heat ceiling. Like we did it. And we, you know, it, it wasn't even a money-making thing because that's just not how the model works. But for us, it was the marketing. We were like, if we can do this and we can, you know, get our product out there through such a great subscription box, which is massive. You know, Glossy Box was huge, especially at the time. And they had a massive social media following and they, they were great. They were really supportive. They were really like, we get it. We know that you're really small, but we can, we'll do what we can to help you to fulfill this order. And we did. And that was kind of the start of it for us where we suddenly had all these people like sharing on their stories that they'd got their glossy box and it had our products in it. And it was really exciting. And it was just off the back of that, that we were then kind of expanded the range. So we thought, okay, we've got one body scrub, let's do three. And then, yeah, then we went into our body bombs and that's like a whole different story. But yeah, that was pretty much the beginning for us. That is an incredible story because I can't even imagine being a small business and trying to figure out different ways to grow and expand. And obviously marketing is the number one thing. Like you need to market your brand or it's not going to go anywhere. And yeah, that's incredible that you were like, your first thought was like, I need people to talk about this and journalists need to be talking about this. Yeah, definitely. I think that was like my main go-to because I, I, for me, it was like, I used to dissect what other brands or other successful brands had like on their website. And a lot of them did have like press, I suppose this is like pre-TikTok era, right? This is like pre-influencer really as well. Influencers were big thing right like four years ago they really weren't and 
it was more like you if you saw that a brand was featured in Cosmo or Glamour, you'd be like, oh, like that gives them that kind of brand validity. And that was really, really key to us. I was like, need to build brand validity to stand out, to say, actually, you know, you know, Glamour or whoever, whichever magazine has said, this product is worth trying. Yeah, absolutely. So now that you have amassed a following, how do you think that social media has helped you with building your overall brand? I mean, social media has literally been insane for us. Like we have only recently started doing paid advertising. And before that, we didn't spend a penny on advertising. We we didn't need to. So again, it happened really organically. So Instagram was still ticking along and then TikTok came along. And we were in the pandemic and we'd kind of developed the body balms. And again, it was one of those things where people were like, not that bothered to try a new product. Like we were trying to, I remember pitching it to like stockists and retailers and it was kind of just like, yeah, they look interesting, but we don't think, mm, we're not sure, you know, it's just a moisturizer. And then TikTok started and I initially joined TikTok with the idea that I was going to use it to help other small businesses. It was kind of like a behind, you know, behind the scenes of, well, how we run our business. And, you know, this is, you know, kind of where we get my, where I get my supplies from. And this is how we pack orders. But then it was like, I think it was one person had spoken to a magazine and she had said that our product had helped her psoriasis. And I made a TikTok on it and it just blew up. Like it just went crazy where people were like, oh my God, this helps psoriasis. And, oh my God, do you think it could help eczema? At the time we were again making these balms at home. So we were making like kind of lots of like 200 at a time. And they were just selling out. Like every single TikTok I posted afterwards with more and more people buying the product and sharing pictures. Like we wouldn't even ask them. They would just send us pictures like, oh my God, look at what this done to my skin. It was just insane. And it was very, very organic. And it was this, this crazy moment where we were always out of stock. Like we would do, and like literally I would just post a TikTok. It would just blow up. We'd get like hundreds of thousands of views and people were just dying for the product. And then we built a wait list. I think it reached around 50,000 people for these bombs because people were like, this, this stuff works. And it was just insane. It was really, we were still making products at home and we there's only like two of us and we could only really hand make like max, you know, a couple of hundred at a time. We'd announce a restock and you'd, we'd just go to our website and it would just blow up. Literally it was like two minutes and they were all gone. And that was, that was all down to social media. Like if it wasn't for our TikTok and joining in those early days when the algorithm was probably more favorable towards small businesses, I don't think we would have reached the, the level that we have without it. That is incredible. I was going to say, I was going to ask you, I was like, what social media channel do you think is the best for building a brand or business online? Obviously TikTok, but do you think Instagram is still pretty helpful for you? You know, I think Instagram, I actually, because it's just literally, it's just me and my husband right now running the business. It's just two of us. Social media does take up a lot of my time. And I felt like I dedicated a lot of time to TikTok and I thought, oh, you know, Instagram is just kind of like your, it's kind of like your brand page where you make it look pretty and but actually, a month ago, I actually really invested a lot of time in Reels. And again, we saw crazy growth. We saw insane like sales from it. I think I grew, we grew like 30,000 followers in a month. And I generally think it's, it's where you plug your energy. I don't even think it's about which platform is necessarily better anymore. I think every platform has a strategy, but you have to really test the algorithm and know your brand values. Like if you build those brand values through your social media, which is something we do, and it's something I'm really passionate about is kind of telling the brand story and the authenticity and being honest and transparent and showing the journey of beauty ingredients. I think any platform is actually worth investing time into, whether it's Instagram or it's TikTok. That is such a good point. And it's something that I am like really passionate about here with like all of our blogs and just I do a podcast as well and trying to help social media managers and marketers 
figure out their brand voice, their brand values, and how important that is for marketing and social media. So I'm so glad that you said that because I completely agree. Touching on that a bit, for people who are getting a bit discouraged and they're just starting out on social media and just starting out like figuring out who their brand is, what is some advice that you wish that you heard at the start when you were just getting started? I think it would be to not copy and look at what everyone else is doing. Because I think when people start off social media with a brand, they kind of think, oh, this is a brand I want to be like, I'm just going to copy what they're doing. And that doesn't always work. Because that I mean, that brand has its own brand values, and they're speaking to their own type of customer, you got to find your own customer. And without actually having authentic brand values, your brand is never going to do well on social media. Like, it's so important to know what is it like that makes your brand special? What is it that you are passionate about and you want to bring through your business or your brand? And without knowing that, there's no authenticity behind it and you'll just fall stagnant. Because I see that a lot. I mean, I, I mean, even when I started, I think I was kind of like, oh yeah, we kind of want to be like this big beauty brand. Let's just have a look at what they're doing. And it was just so disingenuous and people can see through that. However, if you, you know, you're starting your own business and you're kind of really authentic about the, the story of why you're there, why are you in the market? People are going to resonate with that. And that's what's going to help you grow. Absolutely. I love that. So probably like one of my last questions, what tools have helped you build your business online? So you've got obviously help like reaching out to PR people, reaching out to magazines and all that kind of stuff. That was super helpful for you to build your business. But what other things have helped you kind of grow and focus your business? I mean, I think it's just kind of like the standard tools that a lot of small businesses are probably already familiar with. Building your own website like Shopify, we use Shopify and so easy, so simple and, you know, user friendly for any kind of beginner. And we still use them even as we've grown because it's just one of those platforms that you can just build upon very easily. You just add on your apps, you know, you can upgrade your pricing plan create a yeah so Shopify definitely and I think the design tools like Canva have been great for us like again it's just I don't think there's anything out there that we use in particular just to um, grow the business I think it's all the kind of standard tools we also use a really good email marketing platform called Klaviyo they're great for us but yeah we kind of go with all the big well-known brands to build the business and again just social media whatever we can use it's always free we don't tend to do paid things especially when we were starting out, like everything we used was free. Like we didn't, we, you don't need a big budget to start a small business at all. And I think that's a very common misconception. But yeah, and like obviously recently we've started using Flick as well, which is great. Like, you know, I've been using the caption writing tool and the new AI tools that Flick has, which have been really helpful as well. So yeah. Amazing. Is there any last piece of advice that you would give to a small business or somebody just starting out with their business? I think my last piece of advice would be to like, don't be discouraged if you don't make sales um, in the first couple of months. Like that is not your time to focus on sales because I think a lot of people think they're going to switch that website on and they're going to have like all of these kind of sales pouring in. I had somebody reach out to me who was starting a candle brand and she was like, yeah, I'm so excited. I'm so excited. And then she launched it and she didn't get any sales. And she was like, oh, I'm just going to pivot and do something else. And I was like, well, you need to really invest a lot of time. And I think a lot of people say, you know, well, oh, you're so lucky. And I'm like, there's not, there's really no luck involved. It's, it truly is time investment. Like, don't give up too soon. Like, if you feel like something isn't working, it's very slow. Don't think about sales. Sales will come when you build your brand. And that is the honest truth of it. If, if, if people can resonate and connect in a world which is so noisy, 
if you can cut through the noise and speak to somebody with authentic values, you're going to get a customer. Yep. I love that. I love that piece of advice. Thank you so much for talking with me today. I'm so excited to be writing this up. I'm so excited to now know about your brand because I'm definitely going to be purchasing some of that bomb because it looks incredible. (laughs) Okay, perfect. Thank you so much, Mackenzie. It was really lovely talking to you. You as well. Thank you so much. Have a good day. Thank you so much for listening. I hope you really enjoyed that episode as much as I loved talking to Zara. If you would like to follow her and her husband's brand online, I will link everything in the show notes for you today. You can also find Flick over on TikTok, Instagram, and YouTube. We are flick.social. And then over on X, we are flick underscore social. So please go follow us. We would really love it. And if you enjoyed this episode, please share it. Give it a five-star review. And I'll talk to you all next week. Bye.